0: When you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.
1: Hey guys, again, Papa Drag Queen. I'm going to be in Atlanta at the Atlanta Symphony on December 30th, the eve of New Year's Eve. Please spend your time with me. You can go to see the drag queen.com to, to hear some hilarious jokes. And maybe I'll wear like a festive Christmas outfit.
2: Mm, and guys, you can catch me in Orlando and Tampa. I'm going to be at the Orlando Improv on December 6th and the Tampa Improv on December 7th. So if you in Florida... Come see your girl, Monique Changes. I'm retiring these jokes, y'all. This year, this is the last time you can hear these motherfucking jokes. So come see me do these jokes in Orlando and Tampa. And y'all, Sibling Rivalry Live is coming to San Francisco at the Castro Theater on January 5th. Now, I know we have had (laughs) some, we swear, we swear. This is the final day. We will be in San Francisco on January 5th for Civil Rivalry Live. So snatch up these last tickets and sell us the fuck out. Oh, she did a costume change. I took my hoodie off. It was a little warm in here. Girl, it is so cold in here. They just brought me a heater, and that shit is not doing it. I'm fucking freezing in this goddamn hotel room.
1: Oh, wait, my view just went away. That's weird. Oh, what just happened? I, I think I... That was weird. All right.
2: Uh, I'm sorry that you're experiencing that. That sounds upsetting. It's not upsetting, actually. It's just very cold. Um, Can I tell you what? Anytime I'm back in New York, because obviously I moved to Los Angeles, I love... I just love food so much, and I love having little um, little uh meals from my favorite restaurants here in New York.
1: What are your favorite restaurants?
2: Miss Lily's Kitchen in the East Village. I love Copelia. I love um, I love uh, uh, Aniejo on Tenth Avenue. I also just love the Bread and Butter Deli right here on 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 Thirty First and Fifth. Okay. It's just I love getting a, ba- a bacon egg, and cheese there on a croissant, and I love getting a chopped chicken on from from there too on a hero.
1: That sounds exciting. I like to go to Jacob's Pickles.
2: Um, I'm I'm sure you do like Jacob's Pickle.
1: Honestly, it's great. I also um, uh, like Columbia Deli, only because it's nostalgic. Columbia Deli is not particularly great, but I miss Chogi. Does Chogi still work there? I wouldn't know. I haven't been to Columbia Deli in years. Um, Nigga, your lips is here, not over here. (laughs) It's because sometimes I'm prone to cold sore, so I put it all around the area. Oh,
2: got it. Um, and I like—is that a Banksy shirt or is that a It shirt? This is my shirt. Thank you for asking. Oh, cool.
1: And it has all my dates available, all my all the dates of the tour on the back. Oh, if you can tell. and um, you can get it at uh, BobDirectly.com. Work. Just click the link that says "Shop the Drag Queen." Thank you for asking, Monet.
2: You're very welcome. Would you like to ask me about my merch? Is that merch you wear? Yeah, it's my merch. Okay, tell me, tell me about it. I'm kidding. It's Victoria Monet merch. I got it at her show. That was really good. That's it. I'm just looking around. um Okay, so Jacob Spicker, what else? That is that it? Is that it? Yeah, I don't really go out much like that. To be, I don't really have like,
1: a lot of places I go, to be honest. Jacob's Pickles. That's pretty much it. Works. I tried to go to the Raising Cane's before it was open in New York City. But the doors were open, but you couldn't order anything. Like
2: You could walk in. Bitch, they're putting one. There is one by my house. I said, this is not good. This is not good. I don't need a fucking Raising Cane's five minutes from my home. I don't need that. It's what you need. It's what you deserve. It's not, but bitch, I, this past week came back from. I was I did Palm Springs Pride this week this past weekend, which was so fun. Had a, such a great time. Violet Chachki is so. F- oh my god, I Violet Chachki DJed Friday night, and y'all, no shade. I was like, she's gonna get up there and do whatever. Violet is a really good DJ. Like sure. the taste was Chef's Kiss. It was Violet really turned me out with the DJ. I was like,
3: okay, Miss Violet,
2: okay. We used to call her DJ Toshki at the, uh, on the Work the World
1: because she was always in the room playing music. At,
2: no, not playing music. Blasting music. True. On tour, Violet would play the music so loud that other people's rooms in proximity to hers, our walls are vibrating because the music is so loud. And everyone
1: would run from her room. No one wanted to be in the same room as her anymore. <laughs> DJ Toshki. Shout out to DJ Toshki.
2: <laughs> um, she's like disco-y, 80s, synthy with some, like, but some like pop stuff, like like top, like but like remixed top forty stuff to fit the aesthetic of like the other stuff. It, it it was very well mixed. It was it was she did a great job. I was very impressed. Very impressed. What's the first song you drop when you DJ? The first song right now it's Industry Baby by 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 Lil Nas X. Because when I start, it just feels like it really brings the energy up, and it's like, that's one that's why half, yeah. Then, and I mix that with the same beat of "Low" by SZA, and I segue into "Low," and I and then I go on like a Doja Cat ride, and I go into Poppy. Then I go, then I go. I
1: do not your whole set. I said the first song. Please don't. What is your first
2: song? Bitch.
1: Yeah, it's funny how money changes situations. Miscommunication leads to complications. My emancipation don't meet your equation. I was in the humble, you on every station. Who is that? Bitch, you know who that is. You literally, if you. There's no way you. I don't know who I Don't know, know
2: who that is. I really That's not possible.
1: It's not. It is literally not possible
2: if you don't know who that is. I don't. I mean, you. I don't. Know, I don't know the lyrics. Who is it? It's Lauren Hill. Oh no. I don't I don't really know the miseducation of Lauren Hill.
1: You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. You might win some, but you just lost one. Now now how come your talk turned cold? Gave the whole world from the price of your soul trying to grab hold of what you can't control.
2: Did you see what she posted? I was like, Lauren, this is not the take that you need to have, baby. Stop it. What about her lateness? Yeah, about her lateness talking about like God ordained to be her and so what? Bitch, you still late. And I am talking about that no one wants to put her put um, no one wanted her to put out an album. Oh no, maybe they did. And you were in the studio, and that's why you got sued, and you had to settle because you were wasting people's time and not do what you had to do. Uh, I was damn, like, so damn, stop it! Damn, shots fired at stop Lauren it. Hill. Stop it, because that's well, not. The thing. What, what you got against Lauren Hill? Because I, I mean, I'm sick of it. Like we're all Lauren Hill fans, but bitch, don't act like you like. Are you, I, you Lauren Hill fan? You don't even know. I mean, you don't even know you just lost one.
1: I mean, I do. I, do, I don't Also, I, oh, you said I don't know, know Miss Education. That is her only album. I, is, there's no I, other know,
2: I said I don't know Miss Education like that. Like I don't know every track. But I know like the go like, like to Zion. You um, just lost
1: one, is like one of the big hits from that. I didn't
2: say I, know all, album. I, said I don't know. All, I, I said I don't know all of it like that, but I do know the album. You know Do up. Of course. That thing, my thing, that thing, that thing. Do, do, do you, What do you know about Zion? It's about, it's, she wrote about her daughter.
1: Oh, do, you know, do you know, can you sing it?
2: Your How God, beautiful if nothing
1: more. Now listen, finish, finish the lyric, finish the lyric. How beautiful if nothing more than to wait at times or I've
2: never seen a girl like this.
1: I've never been in love like this before. Whoa, this crazy circumstance. Mm-hmm. I knew his life deserved a chance.
2: And I knew that he would too. I one. You're the joy. <laughs>
1: you are making a fool. So <laughs> this is my favorite thing to
2: do. <laughs> Put that fucking mic down. The list of things that you do that irritate me for no reason gets bigger and bigger every podcast. But this mic thing is up there with fucking. <laughs> I hate that. And I right. think I'm gonna, I think i to reincorporate now. Let's ask the audience back into my daily. <laughs> let's wow. ask the audience. This is about advisory. We're not here to rival. We're here to advise. So Jacob, can you please hit the first question? All right. Let's let's give it a listen.
4: Hi Bob and Monet. This is Joe from Dallas, Texas. I'm 36 years old. My pronouns are he/him, and I am submitting this question for advice uh, because I am soon to propose to my boyfriend of three years and I'm really excited however it's made me really nervous into thinking of how much this is all going to cost when we do get married we've talked about things that we want for example I've uh, or we both really want to have a drag queen host our karaoke so we've got someone local that we love that I'm excited to ask and I'm just concerned of like the cost of a gay wedding versus a straight wedding I'm sure is different and it just depends on you know how much you want to do but like how do we decide like you know what's an appropriate cost for you know ring what's an appropriate cost for the venue for food like i don't want people to do fish or fish or chicken like y'all getting pizza like that's what we're gonna do but honestly i'm not quite sure what the path should be and like how can I plan this is there like a guide or someone that you know that I can reach out to to be like hey what does a gay wedding look like or how can we make our gay wedding the way we want it to be Um, but anyway thanks and do you think that there's a need for like a reception as well as a like ceremony like should couldn't they just be at the same place at the same time am I crazy love you guys bunches bye
2: you know I think that well, we should go our disclaimer first. Oh yes, y'all. Bob and I are not experts in any of the things we we're talking about. We are just giving advice for entertainment purposes only. We are not here to diagnose anyone, to give them a prognosis, or to tell them what they should do with their life. These are our opinions on the on the about the situations that they are presenting to us and how we would operate. This advice is all for Gits and shiggles. Um, I do think that this thing of a wedding, I mean, I think again, as a kid, ooh, growing up, like a lot of us, because of TV and Disney and whatever, we all have these fantasies. Of, oh, when I get married, I want it to be this and that. I want to have 400 people and this and the other. And then when, as you get older and you're like, bitch, this is how much money I make. This is what I can afford. I think that you sound like you have a clear head about it. You're like, I, I'm not trying to be out here buying the whole damn meal. But I think that you, you and your partner put together your budget and what you want to spend, and then from there, then you can make choices and make decisions. Having a budget is the most important part. That is that that is what you need. That 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 will inform you if you're having the pizza, or if you're having the steak. Like, how much can we spend? Like, have you been saving up for this? Have you not been saving up? Like, there are many questions you can ask. Once you have the the figures in front of you, then you can go ahead. I know for me personally, if I don't, if I if I was to get married, I know that I am not trying to do like. I'm not trying to do, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not spending because you never see that money again. It's just all for a party for everyone to celebrate you that you're never going to get this money again. And there is studies that show that people and companies and venues, they mark up their prices once you say it's a wedding. Like once you like regularly a party, there would have been a thousand dollars. Now it's a wedding. It's $5,000. So I say go to city hall, get married at city hall. And then y'all have a party later on. a a few months a year from now on celebrating the wedding or like celebrating your union but do not like have a wedding at a venue because they're gonna charge you exorbitantly exorbitantly more than it would have cost just because it's a wedding
1: and i thank you for choosing me to come through unto life to be a beautiful reflection of his grace um
2: I you know what it is. That, I think that because you're really trying to get the notes out, you just forget dynamics. Like you just try, but that time you just brought dynamics in and it actually got very beautiful. But normal time you just like try to sing as loud as you can, and it'd be sound crazy. But when you just put some dynamics into it. This is
1: not the voice. <laughs> There's no buzzer. I'm not I'm not here for critiques. <laughs> this, this this not it's not
2: a lesson back and forth. This is uh, you can applaud or you can move on. <laughs> what's her name Cheryl what? Porter she does these vocal exercises you and I should have put a exclusive. we should do the Cheryl Porter vocal exercises
1: together oh the lady with the uh, <laughs> E. she shared one of my videos a while back I think that um, okay let me talk about this you were asking is there someone who can help you yes they're called wedding planners you, you should hire a wedding planner hiring a wedding planner will take a lot off your plate every, every wedding planner is not super expensive um, there are wedding planners within your in your budget range and planning weddings is a whole fiasco. I will say this, you are saving money because wedding dresses are overpriced. I'm going to tell you all right now, if you're going to get a wedding dress, I'm going to tell you right now, go get a custom wedding dress made for you. Do not go to a bridal store and get a dress made. The dress is overpriced because it is a wedding dress. Yeah, There are 40 other brides with the Ex, not 40 hundreds if not thousands of other brides with the exact same dress in their wedding photos and you will be supporting a small business by having a local designer um or even if not a local just a designer make you a wedding dress yeah, a like truly,
2: or like donatella Versace that's one of them
1: <laughs> anyway truly one of a kind and it'll probably be less expensive and 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 even a better dress and you can really design it with your with with your partner um, and with with your family or whoever helps you design your things, but I think you really need to go ahead and get yourself a um a wedding planner. And, and I'm I'm kind of saying well, like I don't want to be honest. I don't even want to invite people to a wedding if I have one. It seems stressful because I, because I want it to be really really small. I want it to get married We're in small. my mom's house. Thirty people, twenty people,
2: all together. I want to get on
1: your side. The whole kit and caboodle.
4: Okay.
1: I want to get married in my mom's home. I want to go upstairs and eat and that is the entire event. I don't want to go I don't want to move locations. I don't want to run out of hall. I want to get married in my mom's basement. I want to go upstairs and I want to eat food and I want to like enjoy my life with 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 my partner and my and my loved ones. You know what I mean? So I, I I hear your desire to have it small, but sometimes the, the desire to keep it small stresses me out because I know that if I want it small, someone's not coming and they're gonna be. be, 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 be Last be time it. we did this, well, you well, literally
2: well. left some key players in your life out, and you were like you were gagging. So yeah, you can't keep it small, Bob. You're at a point in your career you no, can't I'm have... keep it small. No, it's gonna be small. I well, promise well, you. Well, like, if MJF gets married, it's gonna be small, and small someone's getting relative. left out. It is what it is. Small is relative. I don't think 20 altogether. There's no way your family alone is seven people. And then you have you have to invite your managers, your agent, your friends. First of all, somebody ain't coming. First of all, the crew alone is another seven people. So you're at 14 with just crew and family.
1: Somebody ain't making a cut.
2: (laughs) You cannot it is what it is, my boy. And now, and now and now and now so who who you chopping? Madonna? Yeah, chop M. Chop M. You you and Madonna both getting
1: chopped.
0: When you Angie that, download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A N G I.com.
2: If I had to guess, I would say you could probably stand to have 40. Maybe, too many maybe people. you could do 40.
1: Too many people. That's too many people. I'm getting married in my mother's basement, Monet.
2: I can't fit 40 people down there. Okay, so who, so who from the crew is getting chopped? So we're starting with you. <laughs> And with them cheese we're saving
1: up two seats. Honey.
2: <laughs> you literally told me you wanted to be your, to 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 be your your fishier, but now I'm chopped. Uh, it's too much. to stress. It's too I'm
1: stressed about it. I'm already, I'm already stressed. I'm already stressed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that you need to hire a higher wedding planner. You're trying to do this yourself is gonna. You, you want to relax in your wedding day? Yeah, but and you it sounds really like relax. you're already stressing out. You're do what? So you still won't be relaxed even if you have a wedding
2: planner. You probably be more relaxed if you're not trying to plan the entire wedding yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. But also, the $1,000 you're you, you spending on a wedding planner, maybe that could go towards something else the pizza.
1: It could. I mean, you're paying for a convenience. That's clear. You're paying for a service and a convenience. You, you could sell your own dress,
2: <laughs> you could cook your own food, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Next question What kind of food do you have for your wedding? Oh, West Indian. Well, a mix. I want American West Indian food. Both of those things. I know my family's gonna want. Honestly, I agree with them. What, Jacob? Do you know my family's gonna want?
1: Chitterlings.
5: Not the top of my head.
1: Well, you should know this, and once you know, if you have my family, they want. They want. They almost always want wings. Buffalo wings. Almost (laughs) always want buffalo wings. Every occasion. Every occasion, wings. So we gotta get some wings.
2: We gotta get some wings. We always have wings. We, we gotta get wings. wings, though. We do barbecue wings, not buffalo. Buffalo wings. Well, we do lemon pepper wings. Oh! Lemon pepper wings is so good. I love
1: these lemon pepper wings. That, that that is the way to my family's heart. Lemon pepper wings, baby. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Also, in the UK, hot wings are not buffalo wings. They're just spicy wings.
2: I don't think I've ever had wings in the UK like, to, to shout about. Or all over Europe. When you go to, when you, the hot wings are
1: just spicy chicken wings. Interesting. Which is wild to me. Yeah. Do you like your um, buffalo wings breaded?
2: If, but not a heavy breading though. Not a heavy breading, but I do like a little. It kind of slaps a little bit sometimes when they get. Like, them But then fierce. it gets soggy. When it gets soggy, that's what I don't like. But there's this place, the Bronx Ale House. What do you
1: eat them over the over the course of eight weeks. How long? How long are you? Ta- how long are the wings hanging out on your plate?
2: By the time you order it and it comes, it comes in the Uber Eats. By the time you get there, but it have been sitting in the sauce. Who knows how long it's sitting before it's ready to be picked up? It would be sitting. There sometimes... You sound like. <laughs> By the time I
1: get down to Uber Eats, you're just sitting in the sauce. You're going to run the pout. No, I didn't. The what the <laughs> fuck was that? By the time I get down from the Uber Eats, you're sitting in the
2: sauce. <laughs> I did not. That was that was crazy. No, I did not. Every time we do that, everyone is like, Bob is... is- Oh, bugging. Monet was not sounding like that. So I'm not taking that. By the time you're, by the time you're <laughs> Also, not every time.
1: You always love to say what the comments are saying when it be like one or two comments.
2: No, it don't be. There was something recently I was like, but you see, I'm not as petty as you. So I'll see it. And I'll just move on. You were be like, yeah, sure. Monet. Everyone, all of our listeners know I'm not that girl. So you can roll your eyes and whatever you want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, since since you always read the comments, read these comments. <laughs> <laughs> next, I'm gonna Jacob read this next question, please. Hi, Jacob, Bob read them. and
3: Monet. I am a 29 year old gay black man living in Dallas, Texas. And when I first started um, having sex with men, I was a bottom, um, but then I quickly changed that because. It just wasn't comfortable. Uh, I only had one boyfriend ever to, you know, make it feel nice for me. Um, So then I tried topping, but I didn't really like that either. I didn't really care for that too much either. Um, And around, like, lockdown quarantine time, I realized that I was actually a side, which, if y'all don't know, is basically I don't like penetrative sex at all. Uh, I'm into... Foreplay, mutual masturbation, those things like that. Um, only thing is that uh, lowers my chances in the dating pool. A lot of guys I've talked to and I've told them I was aside. They don't get it. They say that's childish, etc., etc. So I don't know what to do. Should I start topping, bottoming again? Um, or should I just... Stick to my guns and wait for my person to come along, whoever that may be. Love you, sincerely, boy on the side.
2: <laughs>
3: you know, I think that um,
1: people's sexual proclivities change throughout their lives. Some people become, some people discover that they, at, at some point in their life, their anatomy changes, their desires change, their uh, feelings change, and they want a top, they want a bottom. You might find out down the line that you're not gay. Maybe you're pansexual. Maybe you're bisexual. I know. I found out down the line that I was like, "Oh, I thought I was just gay, but I wasn't." You know, you never know what uh, is going to happen in you. But in this moment, if you're trying to hook up and just get a little slurpy, it and a little munch, munch, munch on the on the on the on the um, on the uh, the the shrimp emoji, then I say you got to do that. I te- I tend to have less penetrative anal sex but i'm still in these streets so i guess i'm just finding some other people out there who are into what i'm into you know what i mean how do you you feel with that money
2: i'm here to validate your side your your sideosity there is i've had a conversation with Andy, someone who does he's like he's like he's like that's not real i was like yes that is it was like i've had many hookups and i was out in these streets with just only doing like side stuff like it is. It, yeah. Like I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't think only penetrative sex makes it sex. Like I think that's, I think that's so that childish to think that that's a thing. So, um, yeah, I, I completely see you. And I think uh, to, to Bob's point, I was out here living my best life and only doing side activities and it was great. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't, Penetration sex is fun, but maybe I... you're
1: sending nudes and your dingling is so beautiful they're like you're putting that in my butthole. Maybe your dingling is just too pretty, or
2: vice versa, your ass just looks so good they're like, oh, I'm 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 beating it up. You know what or I mean? Or bro,
1: Maybe you just have the most beautiful lower extremities in the state of Te- in the glorious state of Texas, and they're like, you know, I have a friend who is a uh, bottom with a very very large penis, and he's like, I can't even send, I can't even bro, send not it. My business. My oh, God, I can't, he's like, I don't even send the news because they're gonna they're gonna get me. they're gonna they're gonna um switch up on me and or they will bait and switch me. They'll be like, "I'm a top, honey." And you get there and they'll be like,
2: "Just kidding. Yeah, um, but I think so you big one. I think that there are people out there who are sides who 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 are who are designing a partner who is also a side. And you just got to find. I I don't think it's your sideness. I think it's just the dating thing. Dating is fucking hard, and finding someone who um piques your interest both sexually and romantically and and spiritually and all those things is just hard in general. And um, but again, because the uh, because sides are looked at looked at as this like niche in the community, maybe it there is. I'm I'm, I'm I i am i do not want to validate what you're saying. Um, I'm sure that that is a thing too. But I. I know that there are a lot of people who like to do just side activities and you, your person is out there who likes it as well. You just gotta find them. Do you, do you, do you, are you Are you still like, I am
1: strictly verse. Like, I will not lean in either way. Cause I remember at one point you were like, I'm the verse queen. I am- and then at one point you're like, at one point you're like, I'm the bottom queen. But now you're like, are you like, I am right? I am literally in the middle.
2: Yeah, I'm, I am I will say, like, depending on the partner I have, I think that that informs how I, I, I really can do both. And I like I, I enjoy doing both. So I like w- but I think in the partners that I, have, I heard from a trusted source that you're really bad at one of them. And I'll let you guess which one you're bad at anyway. But the partners I've had, they've leaned one way. So I've like I've done more of the other thing, but I'm still doing both. But I What's really I, 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 lean, I lean bottom. <laughs> Eileen Eileen bottom oh Eileen bottom Eileen top What's well, it was Eileen bottom it was Eileen top yeah, but um yeah i I enjoyed doing both and I really i I really am like a true verse person like I can I do both and I can do both
1: prove it right now don't no you Monet, would be not wearing pants half the time put your get sit down Monet. Also, I don't know what Renee. you thought
3: she was going to do after you asked her to prove it. Right,
1: Victoria Bonet has been popping up in my um, feed lately. Ever since she said, "I know the first time I ever heard her name ever when you said it the other day." Now she's in my feed a lot.
2: Girl, she's out here doing it. I can't, expl- I can't say enough how amazing her content was. She was incredible. Can I also say
1: real quick, y'all? If you like queer rap, I'm telling you, right? If that motherfucker back there is not real. I'm telling right now, you need to go and listen to Y'all Niggas Can't Rap. It is Ocean Kelly's mixtape. It is so good. I know I am constantly on this internet talking about how much I love Ocean Kelly. I know it is it is a non-stop thing with me, but there's a reason. There's a reason why I'm saying it. Ocean Kelly is just, in my opinion, a brilliant rapper and Kelly. Oh, shadow Aani, House of Wave. House of Wave. All right, let's go to next one, Jacob. We might actually get to quite a few today.
6: Look at us. Hi, Bob and Monet. Love you both so much. My name is Frank. I have a question. So I am 33 years old, and Damn. I feel like I'm having trouble... Keeping up with my other friends that are in their 30s. I feel like, you know, now we're all in different phases of our lives. Some of my friends have kids, some of my friends live in different states, and they're in relationships and they're doing their own thing. And I feel like I'm not as close with some of my friends. Also, side note, I don't really like talking on the phone. I've never been a person that likes to talk on the phone. I'll text, I'll hit you up on social media all day. But I'm friends with a lot of people that love to talk on the phone all day. And I don't know, just like, it's not my favorite thing. It just gives me anxiety. I don't know. it's I'm weird about it. Um, but I just, I know you both are in your 30s, some later than others. <laughs> but just want to know how you keep up with your friends in your 30s that you're not um, seeing all the time. Thank you so much.
1: You mean, right. it was real cute that little lady some live. That was bullshit.
2: I mean, baby, the phone. Like, all my friends who, all my, like my friends who I don't see often, which is, I mean, honestly, a lot of my friends, because a lot of them are here on the East Coast, or they're away working, it was we talk on the phone. and But I also enjoy talking on the phone. So if you don't like talking on the phone, I don't know what is to tell you. It didn't, it didn't text all the time. But, girl, like, what? Like, how you, if they, or maybe set up Zoom dates? But then that seems like a lot. Um. So, yeah, the phone seems like the easiest way to keep, Um, connection with friends who are far that you don't see often baby i don't know what i don't know what to tell you well some of your
1: language is concerning the language like uh keeping up with my friends because it sounds like you're like well they're getting married they're having kids it's like well it's not a competition baby like either you like if you don't want to have kids don't have don't have kids to keep up with your friends don't get married to keep up with your friends you know what i mean and also i would like to say i think that not wanting to talk on the phone is valid because I have some friends that I want to talk on the phone with and I have some friends that I don't want to talk on the phone with and it doesn't mean that I like one friend more than the other one. Me and my friend Alfredo, we just like don't talk on the phone like that but also Alfredo is that friend who would come over to the house and we would just sit in silence and hang out and really love each other's company. You know what I mean? So it's not like we were like talking, we we're just like hanging out and just like existing and being around each other. Me and Alfredo have always been that those kind of friends. Me and Peppermint, on the other hand, we talk on the phone. Me and Pep love to talk on the phone. We talk for hours on the phone. You know what I mean? Um, me and Monet like
2: Lady, Lady, Lady Bunny and Pepper will keep you on the phone.
1: Yeah, but I love talking. The, I love talking on the phone. But some people I don't like talking on the phone too. You know, and it's just part of the. It's part of our dynamic. Um, but I also like sending. Sometimes I have friends that I send voice notes to, and we don't have to like. It's not texting. It's not a phone call. But you're just sending these little voice notes, and it's like you're talking on the phone over the course of two days. And it's really low stakes. And I find that to be really kind of relaxing,
2: actually. I do love a voice note. Vo- I do
1: that with, um. you know who I do that with? Layla McQueen's mom, Kathy LaFata. Shout out to Kathy LaFata, who I send voice notes back and forth with all the time. That's hilarious. Yeah. Old cafe. Kathy LaFata. She came to our show in Boston. Do you remember? I do remember that. And the Wilbur, Kathy is very very sweet. I like Kathy. Shout out to Kathy and all the Boston, the Bi- Sorry, the Boston uh, listeners. But I mean, do you have do you have this week shout out?
2: Yes, I'm shouting this out to everyone who is sitting in traffic. Damn! If you're sitting in traffic right. right now, listening to the podcast. This is for you. It's going. It's going. It's going to be done soon. It's annoying right now, but you almost home. You going. You going home to them kids to that sandwich to maybe beat your meat i don't know whatever you're on your way to home to do you're almost there baby
1: can you jerk off in um in the car like is that is that is that wrong
2: what's with you and jerking off in moving vehicles that's the question bitch
1: no i mean can i i'm sure yes no, sure. No, can you is it appropriate to jerk off in your in your car and if you're stuck in traffic
2: if you're stuck in traffic. No, because yeah, you're, you are, you're you're at risk of indecent exposure. You don't know who can see you from from their vehicle. You might be driving next. Well, why week. are
1: you looking at my Why are you looking in my car?
2: Because your windows are are see through, and we can see into your vehicle. But
1: you're like staring in. If you're staring in long enough to know that I'm jerking off, you're like invading my privacy. If
2: point. I'm driving by, we're in traffic, and I just I'm like, and I see you going like that. You're being indecent. But I mean, if you look back again, you're gazing. But one time is enough to be indecent exposure, and you're going to jail. I I think that if I'm looking
1: at my phone at the airport and there's porn on the phone, why are you looking at my phone?
2: But you're not beating your meat in the terminal. You're just looking at porn. If you're looking at porn or you're on your in your car by yourself, sure. Well, beating your meat in the car is different than beating your meat on the hood of the car. you I'm in my car jerking my own dick. But people Leave can still see you, so that is indecent decent exposure.
1: You could jerk off with your window open. Say it again. That's not you could jerk off with your window open. That's not illegal.
2: But if people see your, your, your private parts and you're jerking off, yes, that isn't decent because you can... No, you
1: can jerk off in your home with your windows open.
2: Oh, yes, but that's different. But it's, windows are open. People can walk by and see it. No. I, that, I ate that, you up. That, I ate you up with that. No, that's different. I ate you up. That's different because when Relative you... are literally Because your home is... I'm, mas- I'm masticating. Home is in a private thing. Your car is in a... a car is a private. private. Yeah, but, but, it's, but, it's, it, but it's in a public space. When you're at home, you're on your property. But
1: also, you can see from off someone's property. I can see into your home from off your. I don't have to be it at the window because your
2: it. home is your dwelling and your property. Whereas a car, you are on a. I you, ate you. no, you did not. I'm you're masticating fully you. lost.
1: Masturbation.
2: No, you're no, you're you're masturbation. That's what you're doing. If if you see me jerking off my car, mind your business. You're and You're getting. Well, sure, I don't mind my business, but you're going to jail, and I'm calling the cops. Are you gonna call your brother? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Sean, get this raggedy nigga from Columbus, Georgia.
1: take you to columbus georgia it's really not exciting though that's the guy you're gonna be like like atlanta's fine columbus is like girl we're in columbus is like just a giant suburb but it's not near another town it's not near a city it's just it 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 is the suburb the whole of columbus is the suburb
2: interesting i don't you know i don't think i have a desire to go there but if you want me to go with you i'll go with you but i if if you're making the trip like i want Monet to go here sure i'll go If you're like i think Monet wants this i don't want to go
1: Well, I would love to drive you around and see the house I used to live in, the college I went to. Then I would drive you across the the Chattahoochee River to see uh, Phoenix City, Alabama, and where I used to live. And I could take you to my grandma's shack. Is it still there? I don't know. I haven't been over there in a long time. I don't mean. uh, She owned it. I I don't know if she owned it, but my grandma lived in it. I don't know if I ever told you. My my grandma lived in a literal shack off off a literal dirt road.
2: Gag. How big is the shack? There were two bedrooms. Wrong. He's seven, two. There were, there were, there were two
1: bedrooms, there were kind of three bedrooms and then they added a chunk to the house on. When I say added, it, you could like, like, it was like, it literally looked like two different houses. Like the floor was different. You could see through, it was, it was wild. Like it was like literally like the house just built onto the house after like years, different flooring, different walls, different everything. And, and it, it was, it was wild. In,
2: muy interessante.
1: you know my family is very interesting and and, it, and, it, and sometimes I forget how interesting they are until I'm like talking to people and I'm like oh my god this is very I was like oh I guess my family is a little interesting huh hmm, I thought we was just Well we are a regular family too though you know
7: Hey, Bob and Monet. My name is Jacobo. I'm 28 years old and I'm from the city of angels, <laughs> AKA LA. Oh. And My question for y'all is, have y'all ever dated an OnlyFans content creator? I've been seeing this fella off and on, and this most recent time that we got back together, he's now an OnlyFans content creator. And I'm used to being in open relationships and having this don't ask, don't tell energy, but this is the first time I am seeing someone who posts their content online, and At first, thinking it was solo content, I didn't really have a problem with it. But now that I've actually seen his OnlyFans, I'm realizing that it's involving collaborations and it's going to involve more collaborations. And it actually upset me Like watching some of this stuff. And I've never felt those feelings before towards my partner. I felt like this could lead down a road of resentment. I'm not sure. And so how would y'all like suggest navigating this? We have direct communication, but I just don't understand if this is like me experiencing jealousy or if um, like maybe this is just a boundary that I have that I draw the line at someone doing OnlyFans and collaborating maybe rather than just solo content. I don't know. What do y'all think? Have y'all had any experience in this realm? Especially if you have partners that like would post sexual content online for the masses. Anyways, appreciate the energy. Um, love the podcast. As always, uh, sending sending kisses and sincerely was uh, in distress. Uh, ciao.
2: First of all, okay, why does thing- Dr just call us directly? who sasha Valour. i'm
1: screwing first thing first what's his handle <laughs>
3: let's, let's, <laughs>
1: let's let's get with that honey let's see what you what you work away over here is it my turn yeah you know first i have a couple of mindsets one if i give it it's kind of like when someone goes it hurts when i do this and I'm like well stop doing that And he's like i don't like looking at it then why are you looking like, why are you looking at it like why are you like you have to like, you have to get behind a paywall to watch this.
2: I think I like, think you have- I think they, they said they saw it once. I don't think it's and that was enough to really just dis- distress them.
1: I don't remember him saying how many times he saw it, but I would say maybe you can just not look at it. But also, if you don't have if you don't have the constitution to date a sex worker, and now I've never dated a sex worker or anyone, I've never dated someone who has OnlyFans. I have hooked up with people who have OnlyFans, but that is very different than dating someone who has only OnlyFans. And, um, I think, so I don't actually know how I would handle it personally, but I also don't, it it sounds like sometimes, sometimes jealousy comes from a place of insecurity, not always, but oftentimes jealousy does come from a place of insecurity. And for me, a lot of times, uh, tackling my insecurities and not giving them breath and not giving them life stems from me talking about the insecurities and why i feel insecure and what's making me feel insecure and then your partner can secure you and be like well i'll have you know that uh you know yes i am doing this with this person who is a very very attractive person because that's their whole thing is being because they're a sex worker and i'm also attracted to you more than i'm attracted to this person or it doesn't have to be about more i am attracted to you and i want to be with you i'm choosing to be with you because you're the one that i want to be with and i don't want to be with anyone and i want to be with anyone else i I want to be with you um but i and, and i mean the, the, the he got to work he got to make money you know what i mean he has to make money so it, there's a chance that maybe you just you might just maybe you're not cut out to date a sex worker
2: Yeah, I I, have to be honest, I don't, I've never been in a situation of dating a sex worker. And, but if I'm like really knowing myself and being true to myself, I don't think it's something I could do at this point in my life. Because I think there would be a lot of jealousy that would creep in there for me and it would be hard for me to navigate. Um, And um, yeah, that sounds. Can I ask what you're jealous of? I think that I would just be jealous of this, that they're having sex with other people. That was me because then but I can I can I can barely do um, barely do openness. Like I said on the last podcast, Andy and I have had like spouts, like little a couple weeks of of of, of openness, but we always always closed it down because there were specific reasons why we did whatever. Anyway, but um, yeah, but so I think maybe if I got to a place of being in a completely open relationship, then I would have to tackle that. Before I went on to being to dating a sex worker, because I think that's just a different thing, right? I know it's for work and I know what and and obviously I get all the reasons why. But I think it would still be just a little hard for me to to do that. And maybe I could, I don't know. But I at this point, you know, being honest with myself, it would be hard for me. So I think for you saying that, but you sound like you have a healthy mindset about it. Like you are, you are. Accurately identifying all the things you're saying, you know that it's for work, and you know that it's jealousy creeping in. But you're saying, but you're being honest. You like, but and you just don't think right now that you have the propensity to date a sex work. And I think that that is valid. And you know, maybe you guys like put it on ice for a little bit and then try later. Maybe maybe you guys put it on ice for a little, put little what bit. What on ice? Put his sex. Put his work on ice. No, the relationship. Um. He's saying you he can't. You put it on ice for a little bit, and then in that time away, you may like realize like, hey, I really enjoy Carl so much. I love being with Carl, and I think that I can. I, I recognize that this one aspect of his of his life and what he does for work is not. I don't. I'm I'm not willing to lose the entire person because of this thing. And maybe you'll find ways to work through that, and you guys can have a, a successful relationship. But if you're saying that you're, content- you're that you do not have what it takes right now. To date a sex worker, then I think that that's the that's 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 the big move. I know, I know I couldn't. It would be very hard for me.
1: Can I ask you a question? Can I can I rehash a very old conversation we haven't had in a long time on the podcast? So when you say that you that you are you have you get jealous or you can't be in an open relationship, what what are, what are the feelings that you feel? And I know you're saying jealousy, but like jealousy doesn't come from nothing. So what, what are you feeling when you think about your partner or see your
2: partner with another person? um within the like like sexually
1: yeah or imagining it or i don't know seeing it imagining it, hearing about it or knowing that your partner is hooking up with someone else what are those feelings that you feel
2: i think the feelings that i feel are some type of like fomo a little bit like i wish I, i wish i was spending that time with my partner i wish that we were investing that time that sex that energy into each other as opposed to someone else to help strengthen and make better what we have. But we're like spending that time with someone else. So so, do, so
1: do you find that like the times that, where your partner would have been with someone else, was that time that you two would have been together or is it just another time? Like, is it like you're out of town, I'm out of town. I'm, or is it just like, we, we wouldn't have been having sex now anyway. So it's not mm-hmm. like I'm taking time from us this is not any time that's taken from us. It's just different time.
2: Yeah, no, I, I completely get that it's irrational. I'm just saying, like, but I'm, I'm saying, I'm, I'm agreeing. I, I, I get that these, these are irrational fears and these are irrational. Well, not jealousy is not, I mean, they can be rational, sure. But I, I understand all the things around that, but it still doesn't change the fact that I feel those things. And I think that that comes with, but I think this is someone that you, that's a that's place you can get to with time with someone and with, um, for me. That's something you can get to with time. And that's why when we, I, we, we have had bits of, op- of, of openness in our, in our relationship, it worked because we've been together for a, for a certain period of time, so that felt comfortable. And it, it, it didn't feel shady. It didn't feel like I was missing out on something because we had built a level of trust and honesty with each other that felt like, okay, this doesn't feel weird. But, like, to your point, when we talked about this before, like, you were saying, like, from the beginning, like, you and Jacob have been open since the day you guys got together. And to me, that would be really hard for me to deal with.
1: When you say investing energy, I mean, do you feel like in, the, the energy is um, finite or, do you, or does it feel like you have an infinite amount of energy to invest in your partner?
2: I think you have an infinite amount of energy. I feel. I. I I think that there is a critical time that there at the beginning of a relationship. I think that's critical to really take all of your energy. Well, not all, but but to invest a hefty amount of energy into only my partner because for my brain and how my brain functions that's what i need i need that like what do you mean only your partner what do you mean you say only your partner like sexually and sexually and, and romantically like that my sexual and romantic energies the beginning of a relationship is a critical time where i like to where i want to only think about my partner in that way okay should we do our next question next question
8: Hey, Bob and Monet, it's Decal from the Patreon. I'm a cool aunt and I've been around Decal. since the olden days. <laughs> I am hoping for some advice on helping with phone usage and my now severe lack of an attention span, any amount of an attention span. My phone usage on Reddit and on YouTube is like increased exponentially during COVID and it has not stopped. I now work overnight and I'm constantly on my phone is not infecting my work or anything, but I'm noticing that it's spilling over into my home when I'm like hanging out with my family or with my kids or with friends, cleaning, cooking, anything. I am constantly listening to a podcast or on YouTube or watching videos. It's not really affecting me as far as not getting stuff done, but it's also not very helpful, I don't think. I'm noticing that I can't really focus on things as much anymore if I don't have something playing in the background. And I just don't want this to become a bigger problem than it is right now. The logical thing will be like, I don't know, stop, or maybe do something better with my time. But it's just becoming very difficult to do so. So any advice that y'all have for helping, other than get off your damn phone, would be greatly appreciated. Y'all enjoy the rest of your day. Hope you pick me. Bye.
1: First of all, big shout out to Decal. I love Decal, and thank you for all being. They've been a around true... for a while. A hot minute. So, thank you so much for being. Shout out to Texas,
2: honey. Um, regarding that, so, yeah, I, so I don't
1: know
2: about Androids or uh, Androids. Is that is that the operating system? Android is an operating system. Yeah. I don't it, know about it, it Androids, over, over but iOS. And um. So I don't know about Android, but iOS has um. They have these. They have these thing called focus modes, and you can basically put your phone in these focus modes where you cannot access certain certain applications. And whatever, so that to help you focus for whatever that thing, whether that's work or gym or school or whatever it is. And then they have a step above that you can set passwords that maybe. Your partner only your partner knows, or whatever, or maybe you can text like, or 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 maybe like someone you trust, an aunt, an uncle, a partner, whatever. They they have the code, and you can if you if you really need to use use this thing for whatever reason, you can text them, and they can give it to you if it's a if if it's a die emergency. But I think setting focus modes on your phone would be a great way to 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 circumvent that. Um, And I I I want to say like I don't think that stuff is bad, but you clearly like you want to stop. It's not like you're like. You know, it sounds like it's affecting your quality of life and you want to be more present and you want to be engaged in different ways. I would say maybe also try to find maybe some activities you can do that aren't at home, that don't involve a phone. Like take up some like extracurricular activity. Uh, 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 what's the thing? Archery. Archery. Or like something, because you are in Texas. I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure they have some archer place you can go to. Anyway, some of this you can some activities that do not involve technology or phone, where you will have to be away from your phone for a chunk of time, an hour or two or three. And I think those are ways to help you, like focus modes and finding activities that do not involve technology or telephone.
1: You know, what I find that whenever I'm doing an activity, like if I was doing archery, like by myself. In my backyard, I would be listening to a podcast. I would not be doing archery in silence. I would not be in my backyard listening to birds chirp. I would be listening to a book. I would be doing that. So I, so decal. I'm in that. I'm in a situation very similar to yours, where I spend a lot of my time. If I'm not around people. I tend to, and I will say this, I tend to, if I'm around people, I tend to put my phone down every, and like walk away from it to the point where I'm like, where's my phone? Or I don't realize that people are calling and texting me, which is sort of an issue as well. When I'm with people around me, I am I sometimes get completely detached from the world, which is not necessarily a great thing, especially in terms of work and people trying to reach you, and it, 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 that can be a bit of an issue for me sometimes. Um, but when I'm by myself, if I'm by myself, I am, I am on my phone and I got to be honest, I don't feel bad about it. Like, I, I do not feel bad that I am by myself on my phone. Like, like, I don't, I, I personally don't see the issue with that. Um, and if I'm around other people, I guess it depends on what we're doing. Like if me and Jacob are in the house alone, I'll be on my phone. But there's a time me and Jacob do activities where I don't use my phone. You know what I mean? But Jacob and I live together. So I don't I don't spend all my hours staring up in Jacob's face. Sometimes I'll be like, "Well, I'm using, I'm using my phone, he's going to use his phone and, and and we're we're pretty chill with that." If you think it's affecting your connection with the people around you, I would say maybe engage in activities that you're doing with other people that uh that might pull you away from your phone, like games or trivia or or um or uh you know, video games or talking to each other or doing some sort of um Mental activity that require you all puzzles, stuff like that, where you where you where your phone can be nearby if you need it, but it would actually be hard to engage with your phone if you're doing that thing. But I personally don't see a problem with people using their phones. I used to know a friend who would go who would go on walks without his phone, That's and wild. no watch or anything. He would go he'd walk. He be like, I want to have nothing, which is obviously your prerogative. <laughs> does Android have a head but, focus mode? What I was talking about. I wouldn't even know if it does because I've never even tried to use it. Okay. I mean. I mean, no, she probably had it before iPhone. <laughs> probably had, like two years before iPhone. Um,
2: but probably has it probably I'm sure. See, do you see how Android users be starting violence? I just asked the question I'm like <laughs> oh baby, <laughs> we had it before iPhones. Do you see do you see how iPhone users can suck my
1: fucking dick? Unprovoked. Take a bite of that fucking apple.
2: Unprovoked every time. Unprovoked
1: my nuts that they drag across your chin up to your nose. <laughs> Bitch. Unprovoked that, honey. We have time for two more. Maybe.
3: All right.
2: Not all uh, right. Bobby My name Jacob, all right.
4: Bobby My That's what I said. Everyone heard it. I used start the audio
1: over. right. Let's start the audio over. Hello, Bobby
5: Monet. My name is. Jacob, <laughs> My is Anonymous. I use he, they pronouns. Um, I'm genderqueer, um, but I have male genitalia, which will be important. So I am sitting in my car from just going to a regular um, friends with benefit hookup situation with the people I call the daddies. Um, they're both fathers, um, young fathers, very attractive, very hot. Everything is amazing. Um, this is my eighth time going over there, so it's very regular. Um, every time I leave with, like, a big smile on my face, everything's perfect. Except for tonight, um, one of the daddies was, uh, you know, the jerking off was a little too intense. I was like, are we creating fire with this friction? Like, that's not, it, it just wasn't great. And I'm curious your advice on like, what, how do you tell people that you enjoy what's happening, but the intensity at which it's happening is far too much for enjoyment? Um, because otherwise everything's perfect. And eventually I was like, I I got to the point where, you know, I just moved, I switched the situation around. So it ended up being fine. But just in general, like how it's still like hot and in the moment, how can you tell somebody, Hey, maybe, maybe not that. Thank you. I love you both.
2: That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, y'all know me; I'm the suffering Talents girl. I have definitely been this. I I will literally come because I don't want because I don't want someone to feel bad, and I have d- absolutely endured sexual. Will you leave
1: because you don't want me to feel bad?
2: <laughs> will you I, you can come, but will you go? <laughs> I've definitely endured sexual stuff that I was that I was not into because I didn't want a person to feel bad, but. And this has been like over like, besides the shitting, the shitting was just too much for me. I could not, I've that story the shitting on my chest, that one, that one I just couldn't stomach.
1: You you finished him off. I know, but I, we
2: didn't, if we didn't hook up again. But I, you, he literally shit on you and you finished him off. But I, I, I said, hey, stop then. I went to the bathroom, I wiped it off. and Then I finished him off. I didn't <laughs> keep it off, I didn't keep it off me. I'm screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Like you are wild. I was hanging up with this guy one time um when I was still living in New York and he was really into spanking. And obviously I have a big butt. And I but, I, but it w- it got to the point where it was like I would be like I I would it was more than red. Like he was like he was really hurting me, but he was like really into spanking my fat ass. And then so I would just be there. So not I didn't cry, but I would be sitting there like, oh my god, this hurts so bad. <laughs> But I'm just taking it because he was so hot and I didn't want to like because I was afraid if I told him I didn't want that I didn't want that, that he would not want to hook up anymore. And I wanted to do it because he was so hot. But I was sitting there like, when I tell y'all, like holding back tears as hard as I could because it hurt so bad how much he was spanking me. But he was really into it.
1: When you, Listen, spankers don't fuck around I, I, I sometimes look up this girl who Likes to get, I told you before She likes to get beat up And I'd be like, my hand Is hurting but If you're with someone who is wanting to spank Or to wanting to be spanked they're not, y'all. You need to know right now. Before you get involved with the spanker, not they're playing. not fucking around. Not they, either, they either they either want to hit you very very hard, or they want to be hit very oh, hard I and very like, very hurt. Hard I'm
2: getting phantom hurt from it. Talking about it,
1: and I'd be speaking, and I'd be like, "How are you still going? This is crazy. Like how." It, to the point where she texted you the other day, she was like, "Not the other day, but like last time we we not last, happened before life." She was like, "I literally can't sit down and work. This is crazy."
2: Thank you. No, uh, no, I hated that. I hated it so much.
1: Yeah, girl, these spankers don't be playing around. They do this. It's not. It's not games, honey. Mm. It's not games when it comes to spanking. Girl, he
2: was he was Mike Tyson in my shit. So you so you're as you're, So Monet's like, don't ask me. <laughs> I'm not the person to ask. I would literally do stuff because I'm like because they're hot and I, I was like whatever.
1: You know I tend to be more dominant in, in the bedroom so it's not odd for me to speak up i'll just be like softer lighter harder don't pinch my nipples you can touch them like if you want to lick my nipples, that's fine but once you start putting teeth on them
2: hey it... like, but you, I'm you, oh like, God, you do have sensitive nipples i remember I, when i first met mom, i would like play around and like do like a little bit but like hey
1: i'm like oh <laughs> They're very, but not sensitive like a way. It's like ooh, sexy. it's like ow, <laughs> like ouch, bitch. That shit hurt. <laughs> um, and so I, I tend to speak up, right? But that's also me in in my in everyday life. As soon as I don't like something, like, hey, hey, oh, oh, oh hey, 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 whoa, 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 baby, whoa, 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 um. So I tend to speak up like right away. That's but that's kind of my thing in all circumstances. But also, sexually speaking, most people, in my experience, even when it's not like a dumb, submissive situation thing going on in the bedroom, which I tend to be more dominant most time, but even when it's not, they just be like, "Oh, okay," and they and they take the note and they typically don't do it again. But if you're playing into it, they think you like it. So Monet's getting spanked, ah. and all, all he's hearing Monet really going. But in the spanking <laughs> world, that means yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh another God. one. Thank you. And then he was like, "Oh, you like this shit?" So he was like, "If that, if you, if you, if you thought that one was good, wait till you wait till this next one, because I'm about to go." Bam. And then Monet's like, <laughs> and he's like, I, and he's like, I'm doing my big one right now. He was like, "Bitch, I did my big one today." Oh so he's. In his mind is positive affirmation. He's like, Bitch, I'm rocking this bitch's world right now. She wants this hand more than she wants the dick. This is crazy. He he went home and told the same story I was telling, but from the other perspective. (laughs) He told my same story. He was like, I was with this, but this like to get but he was loving, he was obsessed. I couldn't spank him hard enough. He was like, my hair was hurting. I didn't want to do it
2: anymore. That shit was crazy. And like spanking, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, please come. I'm like, just please, like begging, like in my in turn not saying a lot, obviously, but then, but also, but when it got to the point, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, oh yeah, come, come for me, baby, come for me, baby. But he's like, oh no, no, not yet, not yet. I'm like, oh not yet. I'm like, okay. But if you want, but if you wanted to now, you know, you could. I just want you to know that if you wanted to, go ahead, and do your thing. Yeah, that shit was wild. So speak up is a moral story. But okay. As if speaking is speaking up is hard, I think the only other option is just you stop hooking up with them. Like you just don't go back. And then when they ask you, then then you wait for them to ask you, hey, what's up? Like we then then you can say it then, which is not the way you should go. I think you should just speak up. But if speaking up is too hard, just stop hooking up with them. And then they'll ask you what, what happened, then you can tell them then.
1: A rough jerk is too much. And I've also I was I was looking at this one person who like couldn't deep throat unless, like when they were deep throating, they were they were like teething, like as it was like teething like the base of my dick, and like and I was like, hey, whoa, I was like, whoa, whoa. again, whoa, 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 baby, whoa, 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 like that hurts,
2: yeah. And if you no. say, oh,
1: that hurt a little bit. Then they'll typically they'll, people. You'll be
2: shocked at how how quickly in the moment people will re, readjust their methods. I used to this. I used to to this guy um, back in um, in Parksville, like Gowanus area, and I fancy myself a good dick sucker. But he, the way he would unlodge his fucking jaw, and like the dick was just maybe he didn't have maybe maybe he was secretly taking his teeth out because there was never an inkling, a sign, a an up of a tooth. And like, it was just so slippery sliding in there. And I think about that blowjob often. I'm like, not often, but I have thought about it recently. I was like, wow, like, what was he doing? You know, you ever, you ever, you ever had moments like that? You're like, what was that?
1: You know, yeah, you know, I will say this. I want to say this again. And i said it before. One day we'll, one day you and Andy
2: open up your fucking gates or whatever you're doing. We're not, we're, we're going to do this forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? You are such a bitch.
1: <laughs> go on with this story, bitch. There's no point. You're my forever. Let's just let's go ahead and close the podcast. Thank you all so much for joining us today <laughs> on the Sibling Rivalry. Y'all have been an amazing audience. Sibling Advisor, I'm sorry. And I hope y'all have a good day. <laughs>
0: Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's a n g i . c o
4: m Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance and you can weather any storm You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto and life American Family Insurance Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com